What's up? What's up? Welcome back, goddamn it, to another edition of Tell Me a Joke, the guy lying there chasing the dream. I'm your host, of Maniacal Man. It's Kyle Smith. Say the whole thing like a pimp named Slickback. And today, goddamn it, today on the podcast with me, we have the uh, uh, we have the lady with the, the 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 words as powerful as her pose. Uh, okay, Triviana, how you doing? <laughs> Hi, I'm yes. good. How are you? Oh, good, good, good. I've, I've made it. I've made it here to your humble abode, which is a it is a nice place here. Thank you. It's very comfortable. It. Uh, and I appreciate the intro. Okay. You're welcome. That you're welcome. <laughs> yes. Description's uh, on point. <laughs> come on now. Yeah. How long have you been modeling? I was, so right now I'm not actively modeling, but okay. I was a freelance model uh, back in Wisconsin. Uh, That's originally where I'm from. I've been yeah. in Texas for a year and a half now, going on two years, mm-hmm. and Back in Wisconsin, I was modeling in Chicago and Milwaukee, and I oh, was you've doing been all that over. for yeah, I was doing that for about two and a half years, like actively doing it, you know, yeah, as a passive income. What what got you into that? I was actually a bottle girl. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. To be completely honest, this is how I got into it. I was serving one of the servers that. Um, I was working with she was like I work at this club and I'm a bottle girl and I'm like what's that like what is that because right. <laughs> I'm from Kenosha it's a really small town we don't have clubs Kenosha. okay let alone yeah. bottle girls right so um I was in Milwaukee in college at the time and I'm like what is that and then she started telling me like what a bottle girl is and she's like come through come audition and she was like just see if you like it she's like I make really great money doing yeah. it and I was like okay so I went and I did it and I auditioned I like obviously got in and then I started working there and within two weeks I quit my serving job oh. because I was making such great money and I yeah. only had to work two days a week as a bottle oh, girl wow. yeah like I'm telling you like a lot of money because the club that I worked at we did after parties for um celebrities like so they would we had the rave and that was like a, a concert venue mm-hmm. so like artists like little dirk would perform and then they would come have their after party at the club yeah so that's where i worked and anyways long story short a photographer approached me at the club of and course. he was like have you ever <laughs> taken pictures like i'd love to uh photograph you and i was like oh no like that's not really my thing i've never done that um yeah. And he's like, no, try it. See if you like it. Like, you're so beautiful. You need to be behind, be behind the camera. And I was like, okay. Or in front of the camera, excuse me. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And I tried it. And then I, shit, I did that photo shoot. And then other people started hitting me up out the blue. Like, oh, well, can you do this photo shoot? Can you, you know, model my brand, my clothing brand, this, this, yeah. and that. And that's kind of how it jump started. And I just never stopped from there. And then I started doing uh, music videos heavily. And then it was just a great passive income. Whoa. Yeah. That's exciting. So yeah, at it was what fun. point in time did poetry come in? Okay. So poetry came in, I would say about 2019 is when I actually started writing. I was a communications major in um, college. I have a communications degree and I was always good at writing. I loved writing and, you know, giving speeches and things like that. So I just started writing. I don't know how I discovered like just doing like stanzas and things to call it poetry, but I was just be at work. I remember I, I would be at work at the law firm and I'm I'm just at writing the at the at the law firm and I'm writing. I'm like going through a breakup. I'm, you know, going yeah. through things with niggas and I'm just yeah. writing about it. <laughs> and I never started performing. I went to one open mic in Milwaukee ever, one time ever. It was a small bar. It was like really country. There was all white people. And I went and I did my poem and they liked it, but I was like uh, they couldn't relate right. to it yeah. because they it, just couldn't relate to it. Yeah, I mean, the it, types it, it, of things it, it, that I was saying in my poetry. So <laughs> I did it. It was cool. But I was just writing. When I came to Texas is mm-hmm. when I actually started performing and discovered like a poetry community. Exists. Yeah, yeah. I didn't discover that in Wisconsin. It is so different compared to other places. Like I've never, I've been, I've been uh, like, like I always say, I've, I've lived in California and this Uh is where I've actually, California is where I actually jumped into a a poetry community, but it's still say California is really big. Mm -hmm. It it ain't nothing compared to what we have down here in Texas. Yeah, it is like, because there's, there's a, there's a camaraderie down here to where people 
like they they see you mm-hmm. like you, oh you do this you do that oh, okay cool man let's, let's tag team or let's hang out yeah you know people actually care yeah. you know out there people care but they didn't care you know out there uh, out in california it's kind of like the glitz and glamour of hollywood mm-hmm. basically and I, I stayed in uh i stayed in the valley Okay. So it was very difficult for me to get a few places. But once I got places, like uh, the people that I was able to meet, it wasn't everybody. I was still able to get into certain things. Like I've been to like a few secret house parties and shit. And oh, that, wow. Yeah, that was cool. We got to talk yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. oh God. Hey, These are the type of parties where it's like, hey, your phones, we're going to lock them up in the, in, in right. the garage. And it's like, what? We locking phones up? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, shit like that. So you yeah. signing non-disclosures. A little bit. A little bit. I was like, oh, snap. I feel as if I've made something, you know. I didn't. Right. I didn't make anything. Right. It was just that is just California, and that's how things uh-huh. are out there. And you know, I've gotten invited to a few of those out there, and being out there, it was like this is magical. But I, I still had to work. Like, I, right. you know, I, I went out there by myself. Mm-hmm. Like, boom, put all my shit in the car, and I just drove from New Orleans. I was oh like, all right, let's see what we can do. <laughs> and like, I, I was able to do a lot, uh, but not enough to like sustain me and then keep to keep up the just keep up the the flow of things mm-hmm. just because like uh the luck was terrible out there the people were horrible you know <laughs> life out california is beautiful mm-hmm. you just go outside and walk the mountains and shit that's cool but like the people out there they'll help it to an extent like yeah. you basically gotta help yourself like you'll do well in california if you went out in california boom you're good who me yeah, yeah. oh yeah, my yeah, gosh yeah, yeah. yeah definitely <laughs> just, just to say how how you were able to go from uh just from bottle serving to to boom behind in front of the camera and mm-hmm. then boom 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 like that yeah uh it very simple for you to make it out there like me though mm-hmm. no nah, it was terrible i had a i had a uh a, a, a beat up um hondo court uh, and when i got out there at first uh i i had my own car and apparently some shit happened and uh it had a u in front of it like uh basically uh somebody hit it is what I'm saying. Ooh, <laughs> Somebody okay. hit my shit and, okay. it, and it didn't work no more after that. Right. You know, I came <laughs> home on a drunken stupor one night and I was like, what is going on with my car? I thought I can get it jumped. Mm-hmm. Like the hood wouldn't even pop open and nothing like that. It had a, it had like a, a Y shape in front of it. Wow. And so when I got to it, I was like, hey man, see if you can jump my car. And it was like, I don't think this car gonna work no more, Kyle. I was like, just try. And it was done for. It was. <laughs> just it try. Was, yeah. <laughs> I was so Holding upset. On. <laughs> my uh, my my job that I worked for, they actually gave me the money to to buy another car, mm-hmm. and I bought a junker. But it's it's California, and people just trying to get over in California. So yep. uh, basically, it was a lemon. You know, it lasted for about three weeks, and then after wow. that, shit just started going downhill. I used to have to take the bus to work with all my tools because I'm an electrician. So. That's how I was able to to sustain for a whole year right, out there right. doing electrical work. But that's a 40-hour work week. It's not like I could just, you know, once I finish work, uh, you know, go out and do everything that I wanted to do in the, the pool that they had out there. Everybody's trying to make it, but not everybody is trying to do the work to make it mm-hmm. you know people out there is like oh well it seems like this person's doing well so let me just hang on to their coattail long enough and when they <laughs> blow up i'm right here what's happening right. you know we homies like take me with you <laughs> and there's a lot of that shit and i was like this is gross i don't care for this right here so that's when i kind of jumped into the poetry side and the poetry side it was it was very welcoming okay uh, in california yeah okay it was it was a good scene uh they also have a poetry lounge out there um where uh, basically ed sherrington was found because they're at their little poetry lounge it 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 fills up just like just like at Juan. okay it it feels like it fills up like that and it's uh they kind of speak in in the round so they put you in the middle and that's where i yeah, it was I nice. like that. It was, it was it was such a good time. I, I felt like I felt baller status kind of sort of. I was like, okay. oh snap, I'm doing things. And so the people that I met there, I was able to like kind of progress, and that's how the house parties and such came. Absolutely, because yeah. you are talented when okay, it comes come to poetry. On. So yeah. if you were gonna stand out, that would be the reason. That's exactly what happened. Absolutely, it, that's exactly what I happened. Can definitely were, see that. 100 yeah. percent it, it is. It, it it throws people off because people understand. Like uh, when I bring this up. People are like, well, 
it, poetry is is one thing, but I'll, every anytime anytime somebody thinks about poetry, they always think about the sadness, the gloom, the yeah. darkness of things. Yeah. And then I come talking about eyebrows, and mm-hmm. they're like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" And yeah. they're like, "Hold on, that boy needs to be doing something." Yes. And so it it, it was able to go ahead and like move on from there but it it didn't last long just because of everything else surrounding what i had to do you know just living out there mm-hmm. like i was paying 900 dollars for a room in mm-hmm. a house wow. which is uh yeah for a room in yeah, a, a room house, house. that's it that's it is it i have never lived with anybody I that besides stories about california <laughs> like living the living quarters yeah like, just, yeah like, it takes was, a lot to, i was lucky i had a friend that helped me out when i first got out there and uh i stayed in the airbnb for two months okay uh, but these Airbnb, the Airbnb that I stayed in for two months, uh, basically, it was like, acknowledge the cats as soon as I get in there. And I don't mm-hmm. even give a fuck for cats at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Acknowledge the cat? I have to acknowledge the cats. And so, yeah, as soon as I get in there, uh, that's when I found out I was allergic to cats. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up with swollen Ironically. eyes and shit. Cat all over my dirty clothes and everything. It's like, all right, whatever. Uh, you know, with some, uh, I guess they were Russian or something like that they ain't speak english i mean they spoke english but they ain't speaking around me so you know i'm just living in a room in their house it being for like a month and you know and you need to acknowledge the cats every time you walk in you know they see me they don't even say hello or nothing or how was work or nothing like that yeah it was it was it, it takes you out your comfort zone absolutely i was i was not i mean i was ready like, but not to the extent of what I was going to have to do when I got out there. I refused to live in my car because I was like, I can make enough money to where I don't have to live in my car. But I would have preferred to live in my car because I would have probably had my own peace yeah. doing that instead yeah. of having to deal with, you know, I, I was just like, ah, y'all are all right. You know, you got mm-hmm. this cat lurking at me through the fucking closet door. You know, I'm like, I don't. And so when I moved from there, I moved into another uh, Airbnb for another month, which was different because I never saw that guy. Like I in he made it a, a point for me not to see him. It was weird. He was he was like this uh, Rico Suave type of Hispanic man. He was very he had he had women like that. That was the type of guy he was. Yeah, he, he had a motorcycle inside the apartment. I don't know how he got it up there, but <laughs> it, it was just he was that type of guy, real badass. And I'm like, all right, cool. And you know, I had a room there, and I was yeah. like, I'm I'm ready to leave from this. I never had any problems staying in these places. It was just like once I really got into a house. Uh, that's where that's where things was. I was a little more comfortable because I had more space. Yeah. But basically, my entire living situation that I was able to put in my car, uh, I brought to that room, and I was able to like basically, you know, monetize my life to just a, a four wall room, basically. And we grew weed. That was fun. It was a good time. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah it, it, that's a thing was, out there. It, it was different, though. That That's that's where I was actually able to feel comfortable with myself and, like, get into things mm-hmm. and get into more things. But it, it's still California, you know. I, from time to time, I would go downtown and I would, I would skate just because, like, I had nothing else to do. And, yeah. And so it was just like, all right, but... After a while, my car broke. Uh, <laughs> my job was like, you know, I was the only black guy on the job. Everybody else was Mexican. And so it, if things would fuck up, they was like, he did it. And oh, I'm like, that's... No. I didn't... No. I know what I'm doing, you know? Right. And yeah. So and it was... It was... Ugh, you know, towards the end, people were like, people would call me and FaceTime me and whatever. I'm like, hey, man, you, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. I'm like, nah, man, you don't seem yourself. You don't seem as, as the happy college as you usually yeah. are. And so that, that was like right before the pandemic. And that's when I, I realized I had to dip out. I had to go. And so, you know, I, I packed up everything and I drove down to Texas. And this is where my people at. So right. I was able to come here and start anew. Which was, it was good. It's good, you know, but Texas is Texas. And this is kind of where I, I jumped into this poetry community, which mm-hmm. was a lot better. It is, so it is much yeah. better. Cause I'm like, uh, Wisconsin's on the opposite, opposite side of that spectrum. Like, there's no poetry community. Yeah. <laughs> like, people don't take poetry seriously. You come here, people take it seriously. seriously. Like, yeah. <sighs> 
there's so many different types like people mm-hmm. i don't know it, it's just amazing it's it's actually like a culture yes. it's a community it's yeah. a culture it's just everyone you can relate to and where i'm from you just i was like wow it was, i was like starstruck when i saw that here i was like wait what there's it poetry on every night of the week every night every night of the week you can get it. and that's how i wanted it to be when i left from new orleans because new orleans you'd be able to do comedy Every night of the week, and wow, that's okay. that's you know that's what that's my thing. That's why this whole little comedy poetry situation comes about yeah. because that's that's what I preferred to do. But now that I couldn't do as much as I wanted to, it's actually right there, and I couldn't do as much as I wanted to. Uh, like that's that's when poetry came into the play, and I'm like, all right. So I guess this is what this is going to get me my comedy fix. And, you know, I, I got my fix, but I, I still want to get back into the comedy scene. And I'm not I'm not sure how to go about that just because it's kind of like L.A. all over again. Mm-hmm. Not as so much with the people, just with uh, the time, basically uh, having to find the time to do what I want to do and then also take care of self. You know, yeah. how do you how do you work with that? How do you work with your time? And then, you know, also wanting just to be to self because you are a jet setter you be everywhere <laughs> like <laughs> how do you go about living that lifestyle okay so despite what people may see i have a lot of time to myself honestly i, yeah. I feel like the reason that i like to go out so much and that i like to travel so much is because during the week when I work, usually when I get off of work, I don't really do much. I mean, yeah. if it's not going to the gym or going on a date, I, then I'm really in the house. It's yeah. really the weekends that I'm outside. And then, like, obviously, like, I I feel like with traveling, that is time to myself. Yeah. That is what makes me happy. So that is my me time. That's, like, dedicating time to, time to myself to do the things that I love to do. And I love traveling. Like, and that's been a part of my life since about 2017 like every year i've just traveled more than the average person i would (laughs) say yes and now it's to the point where it's 2023 and i'm out of town every month if not every other month yeah is it just for 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 leisure or is it actually for work as well um, no, it's just for leisure at this point. It, there was a point at um, in 2021 when I was traveling every month, and that was for modeling. Like, I did photo yeah. shoots in Puerto Rico, and um, oh, I nice. went to uh, Colombia and promoted my modeling. Like, mm-hmm. But now, this year, you know, I'm not actively modeling in Houston, and that's just because... Um, I was trying to find a good balance between uh, (laughs) my career and modeling. And that's a whole thing. And so now uh, most of my traveling is now dedicated to just leisure. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's what's up. Uh, Yeah, I've uh, growing older, I've always wanted to model, but uh, I wasn't the height for a male model. So it was just like I'm not the height uh, for a woman. Ah, but you have the looks. So that 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 that's okay. <laughs> like I can have the looks, but you know I I can't mainly mainly the for on average you need to be at least five five for at least uh not a runway but like a, a underwear model or some such. Yeah, and I I'm not even that. So I I'm, I'm five three, and it's it, it, yeah I I've been duped into certain agencies to where they was like yeah you just pay us this and we got you and it's like uh all right and you know you have people calling you and all that and mm-hmm, it's basically mm-hmm. just a scam i've i've dealt with that at a younger age and i was like oh. no it definitely is um i was never with an official agency mm. Um, so all my modeling was freelance. So I never had a manager. I had, um, one person at one time who he had a clothing brand. It was called Glazen Lifestyle. And he, I modeled for his, um, clothing brand. And basically he did take me under his wing and just like, give me a lot of opportunities, point me in the right direction because he was just connected to a lot of, um, local, artists and that's how i got started in the music videos Mm. and so all my modeling was real local real um freelance and it was clothing brands and it was i was a video vixen it was music (laughs) videos so i was never with an official agency but i still it's funny because 
people think that you need to be with an agency to make um money off of it to profit off of it and that's not true i was making um money off of it every week i had bookings and i didn't do anything for free like any photo shoots that were free it was just because like this is what i want to do and maybe i want to do collaboration with a photographer but everything was paid like everything was for profit and so you don't need to be with an official agency you just have to know how to market yourself you know who to you have to reach out to people that's what that's what it's about like Everybody connected with me through like Instagram and I would reach out to like music artists through Instagram and be like, hey, if you need a um, if you need somebody in your video, if you got a video shoot coming yeah. up and you need models, you need women in the music videos, hit me up. I was connected with so many other models at the time in Milwaukee and Chicago. And yeah, chain we, we would chain reaction. We yeah. would put each other on like my friend Leilani still in Wisconsin. She's a model and. She's hot shit over there. And yeah, just like we would throw um, opportunities back and forth, bouncing bouncing it off off of each other and just be like, hey, girl, I got this. They need one more person. Can you come through? And it it was just like that. And I was making just as much as I was as a fucking receptionist at the law firm. Like, (laughs) He'll be a Meghan Markle in it. (laughs) (laughs) I've been watching Suits lately, so I figured that a paralegal or something like that would come into play at this point in time. But yeah. That's that's dope, cause like I I got friends, but we my friends ain't in high places, so it's just like <laughs> we can we can go ahead and throw a bone to each other, but it is still it is still we are still in the in the in the grind phase. Like yeah. I, we've been doing it for so long, and still, uh, you know, we mm-hmm. can we can only do so much with what we have, and uh, you you see the progression of certain people and people getting to certain places but it's it, it hasn't been for everybody but you understand that oh we're not about to we're not about to sell our souls or just sell out to do what we love like mm-hmm. we're still going to stick to our guns which is it's like ah, what do I, I i mean i don't i don't mind at this point in time it, if if something did no I, I still couldn't do it but it's just like ah, I would I would love just for something to pop off. Yeah. Just so because I always tell I'm like, hey man, whichever which, whichever one of us make it, we we taking the crew. And Absolutely. So, you know, but it's just like ah, you know, you come out here and you you try to make, but everybody's trying to do the same thing. Yeah. And you know, it just depends on how good you are and how much you can stand out. And so, hence mm-hmm. this is why the poetry came into play because it's like. Oh, I I do a lot better here. I stand out in this situation more than I do in this situation because comedy is a it is it is you don't get the feels like you do with poetry. Mm. You know you don't you don't get the the love uh, from the audience that you do with poetry just because comedy people like motherfucker you better make me laugh that's that's what i'm here for i i I bought all these drinks i'm gonna need you to make me chuckle and i'm gonna need you to tell me why i i I should be here and spending my money on these drinks because right now i'm inebriated and i i can't even tell what you're saying so you know if i just laugh randomly good you got me when you you winning me over but with poetry you know people are there they're there for date nights they're there people come out uh it's the most loveliest people i've seen in an audience compared to when it comes to poetry because people i mean when it comes to comedy because the comedy audience is you got your degenerates you got your alcoholics you yeah. got your people that don't care they just probably came from the gym or finished cutting grass or some shit and then they come to the audience yeah poetry scene you know people coming to show out and it's like oh this is different and then they also come there to listen you know and, and that, i think that's the big difference is that like they are there to listen they're the thing about the poetry community is like they're so supportive and i think that's a huge thing like they Mm -hmm. are so supportive and i think the biggest difference is that the poetry community recognizes that whoever's going up there is their art whether whether they whether i personally like it or not that's your art and it's poetry can be expressed in so many different ways right so i think that there's no expectation that I need to get something out of 
you reciting your poem. Whereas mm-hmm. in comedy, I need to get laughter from yeah. you and your jokes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a you need don't have the one that. situation out there in the comedy scene and, and with poetry. It's like, oh, you made me feel. And yeah, yeah. That is so good. That is so good. Cause like, I sometimes uh, I, I hate to just go listen, but when I do go listen, I learn a lot of things and it's like, oh, Oh, this this actually brought me to a place to where I haven't been in a while, mm-hmm. you know. And this this makes me feel really good just to be around these like minded people. And I know that person, like I personally know that person, not just like a, somebody that's up there that does their thing and then dips out. And yeah. It's like, oh, these people are here to hang out. They're here to talk about things. They're to help you with your problems as well. Mm-hmm. And and that that is lovely because you don't you don't get that with everything. Yeah. And so to be able to feel that, it's like you really have friends you know everybody becomes a friend in this community when it comes like that so what is your inspirations for writing (laughs) 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 that was a smooth transition (laughs) um i would say my biggest inspiration is like the heartbreak i go through i deal with a lot of (laughs) Uh, why so <laughs> oh my goodness well you've heard my poetry you yes. know what it's about oh, it's um, oh my god you come because you 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 there's certain people that you see where it's just like oh she seems like she's gonna be soft-spoken or something like uh-huh. that you can tell that just from just from like looking at the book from the outside mm-hmm. until you open those pages and you see how bold those letters are it's like oh i didn't expect that yeah and that was another thing that that uh, drawn me to you because i was like whoa like that that you have the type of poetry to where if somebody's walking out they're coming right back in oh wow yeah. really yeah <laughs> Yeah, because you, 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 your poetry is like I said. It the the, the pose is just as powerful as as the, as the as the words that you that you're spitting out there. And mm-hmm. yeah, to hear your poems, <laughs> there's a few people that are like you, but not everybody is, you know. So that so that's what makes you stand out. And it's just like, oh wow, you know. I, I've always wanted to know like where well as you say now you know from the heartbreaks and such of course that brings the pain and you know i love that that is that is amazing that you do that like so uh you've only been writing for since 2019 yeah that's wild and the thing is i was writing in 2019 and maybe a little in 2020 but then i didn't start writing again until i got to texas so it's really only been a couple years and my poetry now compared to what it was in 2019 Mm. like oh my goodness what a difference like oh you can tell yourself absolutely it's such a big difference the way i would write (laughs) and the way i would say things versus how i say it now and now i feel like it's just it's just way more real and raw and i love it like i love that i could just pour my heart out on paper because it's almost just like a diary entry that's really just what i I just go through shit and then i'm just like well let me write about it like because you know we're expressing ourselves it's a form of therapy and that's what it comes from these niggas are ruthless (laughs) they are ruthless okay yeah yeah. i can can contest to that yeah (laughs) because oh man i know some some of my friends growing up in the Orleans, they you just see a whole bunch of ruthless niggas and it's just like Damn, so how would you do that? They're everywhere, okay? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No, they are everywhere. It is insane. And just the different experiences that I've had, like, by this point, I should have three or four books out. Ah, come on. Listen, I don't even have enough poems to actually spit out what I've actually been through. Like, these different experiences that I've had, like, it's insane. I'm pretty sure your experience is on a different level, too, because you've... You've been you've been in this in the scene with like like big name people. Yeah. And so oh. Yeah. 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 I've got crazy stories like it's just like one day I should write a poem that's just funny like yours and like yeah. really go ahead. I'll get and into it, definitely. Lay out some of these crazy <laughs> ass stories like Oh, that's got that's that's got you doing the 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 history that you get to have like over time as things as things finally happen they settle and then you move on like when you think back to it it's like ah that was 
that was crazy times. Like, so I've always, I, I, that's that's kind of what I like to fall on, like things like that when it comes to wanting to write something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think about the past and what I've been through, and, mm-hmm. and like that that helps me like actually put words to the paper because like if I wouldn't have lived, it, it I don't think most of these things would have happened. Like right. eyebrows wouldn't have came if I wouldn't <laughs> have been at a comedy show with a girl in the front row who's being very disrespectful to the comics. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that that's that's about a real person. <laughs> oh <You know>? wow. <laughs> yeah. That is it is about a person that actually does makeup. That's what she said. She says she does makeup. And uh uh-uh. and I was like <laughs> and at the time my, my ex at the time I was like, Would you let her do your makeup? And she was like uh, uh, she didn't want to answer me because she was like the answer was no because she came up there remember when at that time when when block eyebrows yeah. was a thing mm-hmm. that's how she came she came with the eyebrows that they had no expression just big old blocks on her face okay and then she was like i do makeup and i was like ah don't don't like don't tell me like that like you're demanding that you good at what you do because Right now, like not many people like this makeup that you have on. Right. So, you know, for you to be so rude, I'm going to sit in my car and write about this right mm-hmm. now. And yeah, that that's where I, that came from. Because it's just that like, where, hilarious. where is she going? Like, well, I didn't know where she was going with those eyebrows. And so it's like, I just, like, what the, like, what do we, what do we do? And like, you serious? But you're going to be rude. Like, right. I, but you're going to have yourself stand out. Yeah. You got people looking at right, you. Right. And she, she, <laughs> I mean, she wasn't much of a looker in in, in that sense, mm-hmm. but you know, she carried herself like, "Oh, I'm the shit." Oh yeah, it's like, okay, cool. Like, uh, hey, be free with who you are. I love that. I love all of that. But don't be rude to other people just because you don't like what's going on. Like, no. you didn't have to sit in the front row. Like, exactly. This is, this is what you choose. So you know that with inspirations like that, it's just like, <laughs> oh, okay, good. I, I can I can definitely. And with my the comic brain in me to be able to put something down because I've always wanted to be like a rapper at, at oh, some point. Okay. Yeah, so that's kind of where all that came from. And it's like, well, I don't, I, I'm not gonna make it rapping. Like I'm not gonna be out here. There's certain things that I just won't talk about, and there's certain things that I won't get to a certain level. Mm-hmm. And I understand that because I'm silly, mm-hmm. I'm very goofy with it, and uh, I I really nerd I, I nerd out a lot. Okay. So I'm like, well, let's. Let's see if I can take this and put this with this and just kind of kind of form them together and see where that gets me. At, in the beginning, it was terrible. It, <laughs> it, uh, there was yeah, I mean, I thought I thought I had something. And you know how when you feel as if you got something and then you go over it again, it's like, oh, I don't have nothing right here. This Ooh, is <laughs> when I tell you, I don't. <laughs> OK, listen, because you just hit a nerve. Yeah. You just stress yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, OK, yeah. because when I tell you, I don't ever just write one piece yeah. and then be like, this is the finished product. No, yeah. I got to go back like yeah, three or four gotta, times. I got to revisit. Yeah. I got to I gotta change things. I'm yes, like, OK, yes. I don't know what I was thinking at that time. <laughs> But you know, sometimes I be coming home from the club writing things down. Like I'm pumped. Yeah. I get some liquor in me. Like, oh yes, I'm talking that shit. And I come back later and I'm like, what the oh. bitch? You cannot go perform this. No. Do no. not share this with anyone. Uh, <laughs> change it. Change it now. Keep this, work this, rework this here. Take yes. the fat out, put some other stuff in. No, literally. Get some real feelings <laughs> instead of these liquored up feelings. Yes. Hilarious. Yeah. But no, I can definitely relate to like the music thing because um all of my poetry i write over music oh really yeah so i take beats off of youtube and then you know i'll write and then what i end up having to do is i write it on music and then once i start practicing and performing it i take the music aspect away (sighs) you know because at one you don't really um perform with music in poetry in general you just don't really um perform with music and they're trying to record you can't really have the music right and but at the poetry lounge i i would do my poems over music Mm. that's that's dope i've uh i've always that sometimes i I like to sit down if depending on what i'm doing where i'm at in life I, i would sit down and i would put on Usually I get really high first. Okay. I, I get really high and then I put on something and then boom, some things would spark in my mind and I'd be able to write from there. But most of the times, uh, where's where's your ble- best place to write? 
Like, where do you write the most? That is a great question. In my car. I was just about to tell you that. In That's where, my car. Yeah. I cannot write in the house. I In the summertime, I would go by the pool and write sometimes, but I just am in a different place in my car. I, yeah. swear, I swear to you, I feel like I'm in space. Yeah. I feel like I'm in this bubble, and I just love it. I've got the music playing, and I could just write. And when I practice, like me practicing my poems looks like me driving to work. Oh, okay. Uh, one time I was on my way to work and I went into work and one of my coworkers was like, uh, he was jamming out in the car and I'm like, mm-hmm, 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 with his big eyes, but it was no music on. I was performing my poetry. Yeah. I was practicing. Yeah. It's just so, I don't know, it, it's the best place for me to that's just exactly work. That's exactly where I was saying. That's exactly where I was about to go with that. Like that, that's one of the places besides being in the shower, the, the, the best place for yes. me to, to actually sit down and when like thoughts really begin to flow is when I'm in my car. Okay. And that's that's when things get revised. That's when things get reworked. That's when it's like, oh, this poem, you thought this poem was done, nigga? Hold on. And then, right. And then more comes and it's like, oh, this made it a whole lot better. A whole lot better. And Man. I practice in the shower too. I think, I don't write in the shower, but I practice in the shower. That's really a comfortable space for me also. A lot of my thoughts though come when i'm sleeping oh, I hate that. right before i go to sleep when i'm sleeping or right when i wake up when i have my phone nowhere near me nowhere to near. write this shit yeah. down yeah. i got the best thought i could take yeah one time i did a whole poem laying there in bed just like in my head and it's just going and going going i don't have that poem written down <laughs> i can't remember that poem <laughs> Because I just can't even write it down fast enough to when these thoughts come to yeah. me. Yeah, it's so crazy that, that this is when my thoughts decide to race. I've, right. uh, I've, I've, I was actually heading to bed, and I was supposed to be going to sleep because I had work early in the morning. Mm-hmm. But apparently, a poem just decided to pop out. Yeah, and it was like, uh, I think, and, and for for a whole another hour. I sat up because I have my phone right next to me. It is my alarm clock. So mm-hmm. for a whole hour, I, I sat up and I, I wrote this poem. And I was I wrote it from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, God, this is, this is amazing. But also, nigga, I am tired. Yeah. I should not have, like, but it was, it's one of my better ones. And I really, I, I was really happy that that could happen. Right. But I'm like, I, I hate when the thoughts just start racing yeah. when I'm about to go to sleep. I don't know why that's a thing, but it, it, it happens often. And if I can capture it, especially since now that I'm, I'm very, very sober uh, because of this probation bullshit, uh, I, I, ha- I dream. I dream vividly and these dreams i'm able to remember mm-hmm. so when i wake up i i i write down my dreams mm-hmm. which has been uh, very exciting just because my dreams take me places where it's just like oh this could be a movie you yeah know? yeah and so i i definitely i definitely in, enjoy the sober aspect of that mm-hmm. you know but i'm 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 ready for these dreams to stop. I, I don't. <laughs> really? Yeah. I remember my dreams a lot. It's very vivid for me as well. I can remember my dreams, like maybe not word for word, but I can remember exactly what happened. And mm-hmm. I love it. I look forward to dreaming every single day because yeah. it's just so, it's a fantasy. It's so yeah. out of this world. It's just like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, where did I go? Where did I go? And, and how, how did that happen? How did that happen? How did I but get I here? But I love it because it just shows, like, wow, my imagination's crazy. Yes, yes, that's that's. I think I think I don't think uh, for 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 normies, people that don't are, aren't artists artists like us. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they dream as vivid as we do. Really, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they have it's like outstanding dreams like that. Uh, I, I think this is this just comes from because. Most people don't understand what we go through being an artist mm-hmm. like that haven't been on a stage before. Like mm-hmm. you've graced the stage, you've been on stage, you've poured your feelings out from something that you wrote uh, that came from you, you know. And most people they're like, "Oh man, I'm I couldn't do that. That 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 frightened me." You know, it that. frightens me too. Still. Yeah, yeah, still, still. Uh. You st- okay? <laughs> yes, still. <laughs> Every time. Every time I get so nervous and I don't know why, because I know people like and appreciate my work, but I just, I don't know. I think that's good though. That tells you that you're not insane because it is, (laughs) it is scary. 
It is, it it is. is a thing. Well, I wouldn't say insane because some people like Sarah, serotonin, she she doesn't get afraid. Really? She, yeah, that's why. She's like the first person I've ever heard to say that, though. Like, not that certain people do get afraid. So I guess certain people don't. In certain situations, I'm like overly ready. And so I I, I don't have that fear in me. And I, I want it because it, it brings out a different animal in me. You're like, when when I see you on the stage, you, you have this switch from, oh, this is Treviana outside. And this is Treviana in that box on that stage. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is. It is a switch, and mm-hmm. you, the the, when you get on stage, like, just everything is so demanding. Like yes. people, people perk up. Like yes. if somebody was sleep, they ain't sleep no more. And so, <laughs> and so, and then also, and then also, they are definitely feeling what you putting out. And so that that is because you come with so much emotion mm-hmm. when you're on the stage, and it's just like, oh, oh, okay, she has lived, you know? <laughs> no, <That's>, literally. <laughs> that that is one thing that I've always wondered. I was like, you, you you're some out of you. I'm 25. Oh, so yeah, yeah, and you've you've been all over, yeah. like so, and that that from a person that has you know been in numerous places dealt with numerous things like uh, d- different types of people mm-hmm. you have so much to talk about yeah and yeah. that that there that's i want to get more of that instead of just talking to the people that i work with you know i'm tired of this is basically what this is about this is my guideline chasing the dream i'm chasing the dream i'm trying to get away from my nine to five you know mm-hmm. i'm trying to have my artistry work for me right to where i can you know actually make a a good living support my family from you know my art my creativity hence why i'm I'm knitting hats Mm -hmm. you know so (laughs) (laughs) i I need some other type of income when i go other places just be like oh man that's you yeah i did this you know something that uh, i can say yeah i've been creative this is my creative side of me to where it's not just this it's not just this i also do this as well right and so that that is something that i'm just adding to to the to the armory to, to the your repertoire. brand yeah. it's got to be a brand you know because when you're a brand you have you have multiple branches yeah like you know that's a i am you know meek's model is a brand yeah like you know she's not just a model like you know she does poetry and she's very creative and you know i could fit and do skits like it's just yeah a plethora of things like to branch out it's a brand it's an umbrella you know yeah. it's an umbrella and then triviana it's just a pretty paralegal okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's where she comes Suits in it's all over again yes yeah. that's that it's funny because uh going to the lobby of the hobbies today uh hobby lobby uh <laughs> There was this lady that was in line, and she was, she asked my wife, and she was like, "Oh, look, cause we had yarn, and I, I bought me some yarn and shit." And uh-huh. you know, she's like, "Oh, I have that same yarn." And she had the same yarn that I had bought. Yeah, you know, I was like, "Oh, I like this yarn," and so we got it. She's like, "Oh man, that's nice. Look, I make these earrings out this yarn. Ain't this nice yarn? Look at this. Look at this. The, the crinkles and everything. I don't even know where the crinkles came from, but it's crinkling." And it, I was like, "Oh, that's dope," you know. And she was showing my wife then. And she was like, "So, what you making with that yarn?" And my wife. Was like actually uh my husband makes hats and she was like oh shit uh-huh. okay uh-huh. Boom. Uh, look at me stereotyping right. i didn't even know i was like ha 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 you know yeah. it, it felt good to to feel like that and in that sense like yeah this is this is me doing this but i understand you know because we're not we're in the hobby lobby and it's yarn and you know you just don't expect a man to just be crocheting and everything but you know i got a crochet machine so right. it's just like but i also crocheted before i got the machine so i definitely know how to crochet By just hand. because yeah mm-hmm. just because it's like i couldn't I, I wanted to whittle at one point but then i didn't have the time to whittle mm-hmm. and then i was like fuck it let me for my birthday i was like let me start crocheting and i got into crocheting and i started to try to make dolls i thought i'd be able to make dolls these dolls <laughs> these dolls did not come out like i wanted dolls. them to yeah yeah i wanted to so make like funny. like almost looking like little bitty voodoo dolls or some right. shit like that like a little sock man or something uh-huh. you know but then i realized how long that took to make a doll and i was like oh okay let me stop this yeah like, these dolls one it got long leg one 
one long leg and the other one a small leg and a big lopsided head and everything. I'm like, these dogs look dumb. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, fuck it. Like, let me, I'm gonna put this to the side for a minute. And I told my mama, my mama loved me. So when I, when I told my mama I'm crocheting, she was mm-hmm. like, oh, I got you, baby. And she gave me a whole bunch of crochet shit. Oh, and so okay. I was like, cool, you know, and then I done nothing with it because like I realized that crochet took too long. So once I got this machine, I can actually just sit there and turn that little wheel, not paying attention. I probably should pay more attention to it because a drop stitch is a motherfucker to deal with. And I, you mm-hmm. know, so it's just like, I will, it'll get, it'll get better over time, but I'm just beginning. Just like a video game. Like when you start, first start the video game, you suck at it. Mm-hmm. But the more and more you play with it, the more and more you get better. So I'm like, all right, I know I'm going to get better at it. Just for this point, these are like little prototypes, but. I know. I mean, you know, those first brands, you can still you can still do something with them. I, I can fix them and everything. I just I want them to look <laughs> I want them to look appealing, you know? Like they don't look trash. Wearable. Yeah. We want them to look wearable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they not bad, but they're not good. So it's just like, I right, I get it. You know, there's so much that you can learn on YouTube now as yeah. well. So I'm like, all right. And so I've I've been learning things and I'm like, okay, let's let's go to this hobby lobby and see what we can get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna keep it simple. Keep it, keep simple, it simple and just get some nice colors and then go that route. There you I, go. I try to I try to jump into, you know, level five immediately. <laughs> and it's like, dang it, don't you don't need to, to go to level your five. Ass back down, yeah, yeah, didn't it, it? It, it humbled me for a little bit. Didn't it? Like, okay. I got this. This ain't shit. Right. Let me go ahead and get this boom, get it turning. And I was like, oh no, this is okay. All right, it it takes its time. You yeah, know, but, yeah. Hey. You'll get there. You'll get there. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, it's not it's not too bad. What, how do you know when your poetry is done? <sighs> wow, you got really good questions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> three years. I better be doing something. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, just when I feel confident about it, honestly. Yeah. Like. Just when I feel confident about it and I and I practiced it multiple times and everything sounds fluent to me. Mm. Honestly, that's just when it sounds natural, it sounds fluent, then cool. If something if maybe I'm practicing and I'm stumbling on a certain area, okay, I need to change that word. Yeah. I, I need to change this this part because it's not it's going it's not going as fluent as I need it to go. Huh. And and that's what I would say. Like, you know, even when I'm writing Section by section, I'm practicing, like, so that I can say out loud. And, you know, the words on paper is different how you perform it and how you say it and yeah. how you express it. And so it sounds differently. And so I would say that's when I know. When I'm confident and it's all fluent, then boom. Like, yeah. So you, you memorize on a go. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Huh. That's... So how how long did it take you to memorize something? Like as soon as you finish writing, are you do you have it in memory? Um, no. With the music, it helps for sure. Anytime I write true. on music, oh yeah. my goodness, I've got that poem memorized like like that. Like I think about that often because. But if it's not on music, then um yeah, as I'm writing, I'll, I'll remember it because I mean I'm looking at it so much and going going over it, and as I'm writing. But um, then after that, I I practice it. But it, practicing it is not just about me- memorizing the words. It's about your body, yeah. language, your movement, yeah. your expression yeah, of definitely. it. So I that, tell people that often. That is, a, you know, you have to practice that too. Like, yeah. what areas do I want to emphasize? Right. Like, and remember the that. memory of it. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, after that, you know, it, it doesn't take long. The only time I fumble is because I'm too nervous on yeah. stage. And I'm, I'll am i be to the point where, okay, if I'm waiting <laughs> to go up and I'm waiting for my name to be called, <laughs> I am sitting there reciting that poem in my head yeah. over and over again. And my, my stomach's turning and turning and turning until I get up there. And sometimes I blank because I've overprepared. Because I've said it so much, so much, so much, I just get this blackout moment. Yeah. I don't know why, because I know the poem. It's so weird. It's It's so so strange. Weird. I've done this numerous of times and I'm like 
man, I, I got this. Yeah. I've done this so many times. Like, why now? Why since I'm here that these words don't want to come? Like, the last time I was on the stage, well, the last few times, a few times ago while I was on stage, like, I've, I've done the poem so many times, a, a word just, it just, boom, disappeared out of disappeared. my head. I was like, this... <laughs> I, I don't even stumble on this part. Why? Right. Why did this happen here? Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel so defeated. Well, for me, I feel so defeated at the time. And I'm like, come on, you you had this. This is this is the test. This is the big test right here. Right. Like now you got it. Now you're working with a C minus. You working with a C minus, and you could have gave an A plus. But what happened? I I have no idea. We're and- so fixated before we're going on. For me, I'm so fixated on trying to make sure I don't mess up and get it right, that when I actually get up there, I'm not in the moment and that's when I lose, that's when I blink out. So if I would just calm down, just breathe and just when it's my time, it's my time to get up there and go. If I could do that, I think it would be a lot smoother for me. But instead, I'm over here anxious. My stomach's turning, and I'm reciting the poem over and over and over again. And guess what? As soon as I get off stage, I'm free. Yeah. I'm like, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I just felt like I had to shit 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. ago. Like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I'm feeling uh, revigorated, re- revitalized right after I get off stage. Like, I know what what, uh, what makes it a lot easier is when I know my place, mm-hmm. you know, when I know when I'm about to go on, okay. then I'm, I'm good there. The, the vibes are cool. I'm in the zone. When I don't know when I'm about to go on, that's when things are just like all wishy-washy okay. inside my head. That happened at the Poetry Lounge like not too long ago, thinking that, oh, since I'm here, there's not that many people. It's not going to be that long. I ain't going to be here all day and i was i was like third to last and i'm like what the fuck yeah so, it, it threw me completely out of the zone mm-hmm. I, I was just like this is not what's up like this I don't, is not what's I, up oh i didn't i i'm I, I thought i would be at least here but now i'm here and like the poem that i had is just so overworked in my head my brain is yes. tired and i didn't feel i didn't feel good it didn't it didn't like i got it over with and I was able to present it like I wanted to present it, but it didn't feel 100%. It, it doesn't. Yeah. Even with our art, like we shouldn't go up there and not feel good about what it is we're putting out. Like yeah. we should go up there and just be like, yes, like what the fuck? I just got that out of me. And yeah. now, you know, they received Boom. that and yeah. just be excited and happy about it. And instead, I'm cringing sometimes. <laughs> I even am to the point where before I'm going on, I'm like, I've got a poem already that I know I'm going to perform. Yeah. And I will be like, nope, I'm going to do this one. Nope, I'm going to change it to this one. I don't, oh, think, I don't think they are going to like that the one double tonight. Dutch. I don't think uh, they, yeah. I swear <laughs> I'm hopping yeah. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, just uh, to get right back to the place that I started. That started like, from. no, I just need it's to like go I ahead and do that here. one. I should have just stayed here in the beginning. Now, Why would I do that to myself? And we all we all do that. We all Because the, the flow of things, <laughs> how things go, like, oh, I've done this so many times at the poetry line, and I've had friends that sat next to me that have done the same thing. It's like, oh, it seems like things are starting to traject this way maybe we should change our poems to do this since everybody's talking about this it's like no you could be the one to change the flow back up yes you know yes, so you, you exactly. don't always have to rely on what is being talked about at the time because things are going to change things right. are going to change anyway you right. know it's like ah oh, that is true i should just stick with what i was doing right mm-hmm. that's what i was working with mm-hmm. i should just stick with that and yeah that's an artist though that's that's what we do we want to we want to cater to what's happening at in the moment yeah we want to we always be in the moment which is I love being in the moment, but sometimes, you know, when you are in that moment, you it's not your turn. It's not your turn. Yeah. It's not your time. It's not. No. Yeah. Like, you know, you got to stay true to what it is you actually came in there and to that's, do. That's how I got I to gotta think about the grand scheme of being an artist. Like, I feel as if I should be here mm-hmm. on my levels, but... I'm not, and you see other people doing certain things, and it's just like, I think it's not your turn yet. Just, yeah. you know, wait your turn. I'm very impatient. I'm like, I've been waiting my turn for so years now. It's like, why can't I be here? And mm-hmm. it's like, no, people ain't ready for that yet. It's like, all right, man, when is Ferris wheel gonna come back to my turn? Like, right. when am I gonna get it? I'm, I've been waiting in line for a long time. A long time. And it's like, ah, ah I guess what. How do you how do you deal with like the thoughts of the future and you know 
how things are going. Do you think? Do you feel as if you should be in a greater place than what you are, or do you are you comfortable with where you're at now? In terms of life or poetry or uh, everything. everything, life, poetry, how things are going. Okay, so yeah, I am one that's really hard on myself, and I've just always been like this, just because I have a sense of greatness for myself. Um, mm. So I always feel like I'm behind, although I'm always <laughs> being told that I am ahead. <laughs> like. Ah. Yeah. Like, you know, I have a great friend um, back in Wisconsin, and he's like 31 now, and he just always tells me, you know, you are so ahead for your age. You know, you're doing such great things for your age, and I'm just like, wow, really? I'm looking around like, I can't, I just don't see it. But when you're living in something, yeah. you do not you don't see, see it, at all. it. You don't see it at all. Like, you know... It's, it's, for instance, like example, you know, people tell me, oh my gosh, you have such great skin and I'm looking in the mirror every day like, bitch, where? What are you seeing? Because I see this, I see I that, see I this see every that, day. but yeah. I, you know, I'm looking into the small details and it's something I'm living with every day. So you don't, you don't get to appreciate the other things that are pre- yeah. other people appreciate about you. Um, so in terms of dealing with, you know, maybe me feeling like I'm not where I need to be. I am in my career. Like I'm, I'm a paralegal and that's, I'm exactly where I want to be right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more, if it's somewhere that I feel like I need to work on, it's just my creative side. Like poetry, I'm not consistent with yeah. performing every week. Like yeah. I was a few months ago. Um, but now I'm to the point where I, I'm not consistent. I would like to be consistently performing every week. I would like to mm. be consistently writing every week. I would like to be consistently perfecting my craft every week. Um, and I think that would help a lot because just like you were mentioning earlier, the more you do something, the better you're going to become yeah. at it. The more you're in that space, the better you're going to become at it. The, the more um, inspiration comes to you, the more yeah. motivated you're going to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, back in... April or March, I was going to poetry events like three times a week and just being in the space, being around the people, being around the craft made me want to work so hard and that I was doing so much writing and I just became better and better and better. And I feel like if I got got back, put myself back into that space now, I can keep progressing, keep growing, but I'm not going to grow when I'm not in that space and I'm not going to poetry events and I'm not only going to poetry events, but I'm not performing at them. Mm. I'll go. I'm go. I'm a big listener. I'll go mm-hmm. and listen. I love to go and see what do people come up with this week? Yeah. What are they doing yeah. this week? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So okay, that, you that know, inspir- that maybe inspired. inspire me for next Definitely. week or whatever. So I'll go and listen, but no, it's like you need to go listen and perform, you know, because right. give a piece of yourself too, because it's going to better you. Performing is really a great part of it. And, um, if you could perform and get better at it, get better at it, get better at it. I always like to say, a lot of people don't agree, but I think the performance of it is the greatest piece of it. Fuck the words. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what it is you're saying. Yeah. I can come in and start motherfucking ABC. ABC, D, E, F, G, but if I'm putting on a show and I'm performing, Definitely. I mean, y'all go in, fuck what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, she got us hyped right now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So for me, the performance aspect of it is just like the most important. Um, so that's definitely on the creative tip. And then... Also, too, that's the same with just, like, modeling. If I want to get back into modeling, then that's something I need to do and be consistent with and, you know, Mm -hmm. get right to it and just even creating content and things like that. I feel like I haven't given a lot of my time towards that stuff. And that's just because I am in my career and I I had really a hiccup um being a paralegal in one of the firms that I was working with. And they were not... um pleased or accepting of like the content that I was creating. So Mm. I really um, decided to stop creating content um, to appease to them um, because they just feel like, you know, outside content. Yeah. Yeah. You know, things on my social media and they just didn't agree with it. Terrible now that, 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 bleeds over into the workforce i know it's like why y'all on my page anyway just why there's no reason and they're just like you represent the firm and you know you need to do myself god damn it i represent myself like and that's Uh. it and it's just like 
unfortunately i had to you know choose one over the other but now i'm with a great firm and i feel like i'm at a point where i can uh do a you know create a balance and they wouldn't be they would be more accepting of the things that i want to do you know outside of work and um so if yeah if i could get back tap back into that creative aspect that creative side of me and really just like i love creating content so that's something i want to do like and that's not even just modeling like i want to do skits and i want to do other you know just videos and stuff like that so Oh, dope. Hell yeah. Well, all right. Before we get out of here, I always got a game of choices. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to play a game. Okay. <laughs> it's usually uh, just because there's, so there's so much information that people can go ahead and take in now. And it's like, oh, I learned a lot. Yeah, man. Get on your journey. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so this is kind of like just to break up everything before we end it out. Now, uh, we got four options, four options and four choices. Okay. All right. You got to be one. You got to raise one. You got to sell one. You got to have relations with the other one. Okay. Those, okay. are, those are your choices. Be one, sell one, raise, raise one, one. In relations with the other one. And okay. your your choices or your options are mermaid, magwai, Mexican, and a manatee. Okay, be one, raise one, sell one, relations with the I don't other know one. what a magwai I'm is. I'll tell you. Don't worry about it. I got you. Hold on. <laughs> Have you seen Gizmo? Have you seen Gremlins? No. Okay. All right. You could, you're 25. I get it. Hold on. <laughs> You did. It's it's a magwai. A magwai. Yeah, I ain't never heard that. Is it? <laughs> I'm about to learn today. Okay, yeah, to learn something. Uh, oh, 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 just boom. And this is a magwai. That's Gizmo. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. is that from like? Is that from Star Wars? It's from Gremlins. Uh, okay. it's Star Wars Ewoks. But that's okay. that, that's another cute that's thing as well. Cute. Yeah, it's cute for for this moment. This is before it transforms into something. You can't feed it after midnight, and if it gets wet, it makes more of these. But then when you feed them after midnight, they turn into gremlins. Oh no, hell no! <laughs> sell them, sell them, sell them, because people gonna want to buy them on spot because they're cute. Yeah. and I'm not gonna tell them the information you just told me about right. all the shit that that right. motherfucker does. And uh, this is a gremlin. That's what they turn into. Okay, so um, what was the option again? <laughs> <laughs> Mermaid, Maguire, Mexican, and a manatee. A Mexican and a manatee. Yeah. And it's B one, raise one, sell one, and in relations with the other one. All right, in relations with a Mexican, because I ain't going to be in no fucking relations with a damn animal. Okay, so me go where you at, bum ass socks. Okay. I ain't gonna be here. no relations with no damn Maguire. Okay, so let's just go ahead and put that Mexican in that category. Okay, okay. so I'm gonna be in relations with the Mexican. Yeah. I'm going to be a mermaid. Yeah, okay. Because I'm already a mermaid. There you go. The, I, I knew that was coming. The tail. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Give me pretty. Okay. And then um, I am going to actually raise the Mogwai. I will. <laughs> he going to have to stay dry. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to be asleep at midnight anyway. So your ass ain't eating <laughs> after midnight. And I'm going to sell that damn gremlin because that motherfucker look like it'll eat me. No, oh, well, you're going to. So. Uh, the gremlin is the same thing as the mogwai. Okay, okay. So, so you probably sell the manatee. Oh, a manatee. That's a big thing in the from the yeah, water. Yeah. Yeah, I'm selling that manatee. Where the fuck I'm going to put a manatee in this damn house? Where? Where uh, the fuck? I am not going to know. Mermaids I'm, married to Mexicans selling manatees, raising mogwais. I love it. I ain't going to the Gulf of Mexico to see my manatee. <laughs> Yeah, get him, get his ass out of here. Yeah, and, I, and I'm that getting, I'm, get, I'm getting half a meal for that motherfucker. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you sell it on the black market. There, they're not endangered anymore, but at one point they were. So it did. If you do sell it, it's like, oh yeah, okay. You get, you get you a good little grip. Yeah. Pretty sure you can get you a good little grip for a minute. Bet. Yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> Except I need to see what this Mexican looking yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, any Mexican, you can pick any Mexican out there. It doesn't matter. Usually, people's like, "Well, uh, what type of mermaid am I? Am I a mermaid from the head up? Like, like, the, <laughs> do I have a tail? I mean, you know, fucking uh, Chloe Bailey, she's a mermaid, but also uh, Jason Moore is a mermaid. Right. So depending on what type of mermaid you want to be, mm-hmm. it don't matter. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. It's like it all has depending on where your mind would like to go. You okay. know, I've I've had people take take different routes. It's like I'm gonna be a mogwai and I'm gonna have sex with the mermaid. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Well it then. Is, 
it is uh it, it, it everybody has their own little fingerprint when it comes to this little, this little cho- game so. of choices i was being logical yeah <laughs> i was being real reasonable <laughs> some okay. people go fantasy all the way and oh. it's just like whoa mm, no. it's fun it's a good time okay <laughs> oh okay well <laughs> well can mermaids have sex that, yeah, that I'm doesn't sure. look like it I'm, I'm pretty sure they could. Uh, Where well, are their private you see, you parts? See, like? You see what happened, you know, when Ursula came around and, and uh, Coy Bailey had legs. So yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. The magic, okay. the magic of, they do get of, legs. of Disney. Okay, you're you right. Know, you you're could right. definitely, <laughs> you could definitely take it wherever you'd like to go. Uh-huh. It, okay. It's all possible. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, all right. Before you, let everybody know where they can find you. At. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay, on Instagram you can follow me at Meeks Model. That's M E E K S. <laughs> Don't forget the S. Gotta put that S in there. M O D E L Meeks Model, and it's the same on TikTok at Meeks Model. My name is Triviana Meeks, and yeah, hopefully I'll start putting out some of my poetry. I know people ask me a lot, like, yeah. where can I see the full version? You know, I'll just put clips on my story when I do perform, but they're like, where's the full thing? Yeah. And I'm like, it's not out I've there. Had that before. I've had people do that. It's like, where can I? I was like, you can go to my YouTube, and then they never go. They didn't go. Yeah, no, I want to do like an EP on yeah. apple music oh there you go yeah with visuals i want to do like a tiny desk oh come on yeah that's that's what i got working up in here that's what i i, I want that to happen because i've always done what i when, with my poetry i do visual poetry so i've uh, i have visuals yeah. for my poetry but like it's doing it by myself is very difficult we need to do this can we set this up yeah have like a group of poems and we do a tiny desk and make it happen i mean i think that'd be amazing the visual is a big part of it i don't want just an ep on apple music with just my voice because seeing me and and me being there and in a part of the experience is is like I think why my poetry does does well. It does well. Yes. It does well. Yes. So I think the tiny desk would be great. That would like, be We dope. should make that happen. Okay. I like this. See, yes. things are working. See, yeah. See, I can figure out a video. I, I got videographer collections, I, everything. Like, oh, we can make it happen. That's amazing. Yeah. That's good. Because mm-hmm. I have cameras and shit, but I'm like, I, don't, I can't. I'm not a videographer. I no. Can't. It's no. like, what, what the hell am I going to do gonna with all this? We going to call in the professionals. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Well, everybody, goddamn it, y'all know where y'all can find me at. Uh, Maniacal Menace, <laughs> the Maniacal Menace on Instagram, uh, maniacalmenace.com, uh, Maniacal Menace Comedy on YouTube, and I have been the Maniacal Menace Cosmist at a whole thing like a pimp named Slickback. This has been Tell Me a Joke, and until next time, keep dreaming, jokers. <laughs> <laughs>